welcome to another episode of the Aquatic Mentors podcast and I'm your host Katrina Van Eyck. So today's episode is going to be a bit different. With the podcast I intended to have one episode a week where I interviewed someone about their journey in swimming and then I was going to have another episode in the week that talked about a personal opinion piece that I have and I've had such overwhelming response for interviews and to share people's stories that I haven't done any opinion pieces at present. So what I want to be able to do is to be able to share an opinion piece once a week. So I'm going to try and do three episodes a week. I'll have two interviews on the Monday and Friday. And then I'm hoping if I can keep up on the Wednesday, I'm going to do a bit of an opinion piece or a mentoring type piece. So it's something that I've had struggle with or I've wanted to adapt in my swim school or my aquatic journey um, and I've researched it and then I will bring it to you guys through a podcast episode. So I'm going to try and do those every Wednesday. It may be a bit touch and go depending on time to edit and things like that, but look out for them. So today I wanted to share my leadership story, which I actually had to write for a course I did. So the course was called Advancing Women in Aquatics and Recreation, and it was organised through Aquatics and Recreation Victoria, six-month course, and it was hosted by Michelle Redfern. And what we would do is we'd go through a module each month you go there one day a month and go through a module about developing women in aquatics for CEO roles and leadership roles and I found it really interesting for me it was a bit difficult because it was based around those that had CEOs or bosses above them whereas for me I was doing it as a way to expand my knowledge as the swim school owner but I got a lot out of it in regards to developing myself as a CEO in my company but also then putting myself out there and building relationships with other people in the aquatic industry and also developing the product that I want to sell for my swim school and for my regional swim clinics business and then it also got me into the presenting side as well. So for that, we had to write a leadership story about what we had been through in our lives and what had impacted us and made us the leaders that we are. And it was an interesting thing to go through and to do because I had to analyse and look at my life story and what fitted and what I thought had developed me into a leader but then also condense it because there was a lot of stuff in there a lot of stories that you could use to show where you develop these certain skills it also brought up a lot of things in my past which had impacted me and it was interesting to see the impact they were having on me still and what I needed to deal with So what I'm going to do now is read my leadership story to you and I apologise if it does sound like I am reading it because I am. Yeah, I just wanted to give you a bit more background of who I am, where I come from and I think also for me, I'm 35 and I sort of see that as quite young for the aquatic industry, especially wanting to take on a leadership role 
and I want to put myself out there and I want to do this stuff in the aquatics but I'm just thinking that because I'm so young people may not see what I've what I've done and value my experience so that's another reason why I wanted to put this out there now like I've said before my opinions are not gospel it's how I feel it's how I see my life and my reality and what the swimming industry is to me it's different to other people this is just the experience I've had in my life and so far in the swimming industry or up until I think it was September last year and a lot's happened since then all right my leadership journey is just beginning but I've always been driven by my want to help another person achieve their best Helping people through teaching became a big focus for me and I really enjoy sharing the knowledge I have. I learned to be independent early as my family's life revolved around my sporty sister and I needed to entertain myself during the many hours in the car driving to and from her training. This time allowed me to build a creative mindset where I used to make up my own game stories and songs. After many years of doctor's appointments, I was diagnosed at the age of eight with a neuromuscular disorder, meaning my muscles are weaker than the average person and I am prone to muscular injuries. It was great to finally receive an answer for all my injuries, but it also became a crutch to lean on as I grew older. I used it as an excuse to stop trying new things and blame my disorder when my life went wrong. While explaining my disorder to other people, my mother would call it a disability, but I never felt like I was disabled as I wasn't in a wheelchair or missing a limb. But on the other hand, I was neither able-bodied or coordinated enough to be classed as normal. To help me develop physically, my mother enrolled me in classes and activities for disabled children. And while I was always thankful for the opportunity to try new things, I look back now and realise this cemented in my thoughts the idea that something was wrong with me, although it developed the passion to advocate for the disadvantaged and the underdog. Moving into my later primary school and high school years, I was bullied a lot. Over the years, I developed a resilience to the taunts, which helped me to ignore them, and a visit to a child psychologist gave me strategies to help deflect the harsh words, although they can still impact me later in life. Just before my 18th birthday, my family and I moved to Bendigo, where I worked in a call centre during the evenings. The environment at this business was very toxic, with most of the team leaders sleeping their way to the top, and one of my bosses being arrested for stealing from the company. My parents also had a salary store that ultimately wasn't the success they hoped for. These experiences opened my eyes to how I did not want to lead and run a business and I spent many years thinking owning your own business was always a financial struggle which didn't pay off. Years later I now run my own business and I am focusing on expanding this coming summer. Meeting my now husband and moving to an even more rural town of Pyramid Hill was a godsend for me and offered me the escape I needed to build on my independence and make my own discoveries. The move forced me to develop my skills of connection and networking and find my place in the small, tight-knit rural community. Experiencing the 2011 floods as well as the ongoing drought in such a small town which relies on farming to survive has shown me the value of community and how we can come together to support each other. During our years of marriage, my husband has taught me to trust in who I am and what I know. 
Through his strength and security, I have been able to develop my own identity and find my unique qualities. Having my three beautiful children has been a whirlwind adventure that I'm thankful to have experienced. They have retaught me the value of family, but on my terms, as well as how being an individual and not fitting in can be an advantage. Another big value my children have taught me is flexibility in all its forms. I love having a passion and a business I can fit around my family. I bring flexibility into business and leadership by understanding even the best lay plans need to be changed. I quickly realised that my career in the aquatics industry was never going to be normal and I've always embraced that fact. My leadership skills developed quickly as I opened my swim school in our local council pool over summer and more and more parents enrolled their children. My goal became to educate the children as well as their parents about water safety and swimming. That goal for education has now developed into a value I take into all my roles in the aquatic industry. Through my six-year journey in the aquatics, I've been influenced and guided by many lovely individuals. I have been lucky enough to have legends in the sport take the time to listen to my ideas as well as offer their guidance. Some of these people have become keen mentors who I can call on for advice at any time. From their connection, I developed the passion to give back to the industry and I take every opportunity I can to help others. I believe education and learning is a big key in my leadership role and I always look for ways to upskill myself and my staff in areas which are beneficial not just to my business but our own skill set as well. I find it easy to identify a staff member's skill and move to enhance these while also working at developing those skills that they may struggle with. I believe this strength comes from being able to self-reflect on my own abilities and identify them in others while taking the time to recognise their own behaviour patterns and giving them the opportunities to try new roles and activities. As I grow and mature, I enjoy experimenting through my life. I find this a great skill to bring into leadership and my business, especially in regional rural areas where each town can be totally different. Experimenting allows my business to grow organically and helps us all remember there are no failures in life, just outcomes. These are only snippets of my life stories which have influenced how I want to lead my team in the future. These experiences have shaped me, my business and the way I want to guide others. I know I am only early into my leadership journey and career, but I can see great things coming along my path. With the help of my family, my business and my mentors, I look forward to building a future in the aquatic industry which resembles the passion and commitment I have inside. So that's my leadership story. Like I said, it was up till September last year. Since then, I've finished my training and assessment course. I've become a presenter for Aston Swim Australia, which I absolutely love doing. I have finished my diploma in swim coaching through ASTA. I'm looking to gain a lot more qualifications in the swimming field. I'm doing my life coaching course and it's all just starting to fall into place. I'm doing this podcast where I can share my thoughts, ideas and the journeys of others. So 
I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you now understand a little bit more about me, where I come from, why I'm in the industry and what I hope to achieve out of working in the industry. So, yeah, send me your thoughts. Like I've said before, I gain a lot from feedback and I look forward to sharing some more of my journey on what I find through my work. So thanks for listening and look out for our next interview, which will be coming up on Friday. Thanks. Bye.